Welcome, St. Canardians. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, with Santana, and today I'm with guest co-host, who? Hi, everybody. I'm Stan. What's going on, Stan? Uh, not too much. Are you doing all right, man? Oh, yeah. Just figured I'd throw out my best uh, Dr. Nick impression. <laughs> Dr. Who? Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Oh, I don't watch The Simpsons, man. I haven't seen it in like, ooh, probably 20 years, man. Ah. I, think, I think I stopped watching it after maybe season five or six or something. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't like it. It's just, I don't know. I couldn't keep up with it. I started aging and my attention span went somewhere else. So I never ah. disliked the, the Simpsons. Just, Thank goodness you stayed in the Darkwing at least. Well, Darkwing was only two seasons. So it was kind of easy to keep up with it you know <laughs> since this went on forever well um, what do you mean went on it's still going still going on yeah <laughs> so stan man let's let's talk about you a little bit man today before we get into what we're gonna uh review um i know you as a dark Wing fan but for the people out there who don't know you um i also know you as uh, you're in several other fandoms do you want to mention those real quick uh, sure. I'm in the Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones, Power Rangers, uh, anime, specifically Dragon Ball Z and My Hero Academia at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, what about like, Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Okay. Huge Star Wars fan. So what, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Uh, what's your All favorite Very prequel? close well, favorite prequel would be episode three, Revenge of the Sith. And then your favorite three with the, uh, I don't know what they're called. This, what are the last the three sequel called? sequel trilogy, you mean. Sequel trilogy. What are the, what's your favorite of those three? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. That's the last one, right? Yep. Okay. From the first, the original three, I'm going to go with you. I will co-sign you on Empire. Um, the prequels. I'm a Darth Maul fanboy, but that movie can't touch Revenge of the Sith, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be fair here, but God, I love me some Darth Maul, man. <laughs> um, and then you said it was called the sequel trilogy? Yep. I, I will go with... Um, what's the one before The Rise of the Skywalker? The Last Jedi? I like that one. A bold claim. A bold claim. Um, Considering that's the one movie that is so dis- divisive among the fan base. Okay. Um, A lot of people hate it. I don't I'm know. not one of the... Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but my second favorite Star Wars movie, though, is Rogue One. I freaking love that movie, man. Well, you and I are on the same wavelength because rogue one is my second favorite star wars movie i can't speak for you i think for me it's not so jedi driven uh even though we know the outcome i personally didn't know the outcome was going to be that bad like almost pretty much everybody dies (laughs) you know spoiler yeah spoiler um (laughs) i mean that movie's been out long enough i'm sure people have seen it if they're into star wars but most likely I, I really enjoy it from beginning to end. I really like Rogue One. The solo movie, it's okay. I don't hate it like a lot of people I know. It, it's okay. I liked it. 
I think you're in an unpopular opinion there. I think. I, I don't know. I'm not I, with the standard. There, there's a few other people that were uh, big in the solo. I mean, there's enough of them that the hashtag make solo two happen was trending oh. for a while. Okay. Um, Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars series. I probably saw up to like season four or five. I haven't finished whatever season I was on though. The Clone um, Wars is amazing. I, I do like it. I think I just, I don't know. I just kind of, I took a break from it. And then like, I never got back into it. You know, it was one of those things where I started, got into it. And then I was like, man, I need a break. I need to watch something else for a little bit. And then when I started watching something else, I just never went back. So well, that's where I'm at with Clone Wars. Um, I have not seen Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. That's what it's called, right? Good series. Never seen that. Um, I love the Mandalorian. Um, I haven't seen the Bad Batch. Haven't seen that yet. Good series as well. Okay, it's the uh, You can essentially think of Bad Batch as season eight of the Clone Wars. Okay, since it kind of picks up from where they left off. Are you excited about that uh, Bubble Fett series? Well, if you'd bothered to watch my video on my YouTube channel, you'd know the answer is an unequivocal yes. Okay. Uh, I like Boba Fett. I don't know if I'm going to like this one, though. I'm a little worried. I'm nervous because I do like it, Boba Fett. It does take place after season two of The Mandalorian and okay. somewhat ties into it. So Yeah, I saw they had that fine woman in it, the one that was uh, working with him in the series. Fennec Shand. Yeah, she fine, man. (laughs) She was also in Street Fighter. Uh, She was um, Chun-Li in there. Yeah, yeah, she fine. (laughs) Um, I I would like to see a Darth Maul series, if that's ever possible. Um, I I would say my favorite bounty hunter, though, is uh, I think his name is Bosk. Is that how you say his name? He's a Trandoshan. Yeah, I I don't remember Bosk from the Star Wars movies. Um, he was in Empire Strikes Back yeah. among the crew of bounty hunters gathered for the uh, hunt for Han Solo. And he only had one line, correct? Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, I I didn't grow fond of Bosk until I was playing, uh, I think it was Battlefield 1 on the PlayStation 4. And he became an unlockable character like later on and um he was one of the heroes or villains that you could choose when you got one of the special characters and man i used to love him on this one map where we were like on the death star or something and like if you got him in a closed room man he would just like shoot these grenades like do 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 like eight or twelve grenades man and light that whole room up like man this dude's bad (laughs) (laughs) that's where i started liking boss because of that video game and then um i seen clips of him i think he's on star wars rebels also uh, he's in the Clone Wars a couple times, and I think he may have shown up in an episode or two of Rebels. Mm-hmm. We can actually tie Star Wars into Darkwing a little bit. Um, that Katie we Lee, can. Katie Lee voiced uh, uh, Han Solo in one of the Lego movies. I can't remember yep. which one. In Lego Star Wars, the Padawan Menace, I That's think it's that. called. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Cummings is who? Hondo Onaka. <laughs> basically think don carnage but in space okay and then um terry Michael L. terry mcgovern was um the, the voice of the sand trooper 
Yep, the one that says these aren't the droids you're looking for. Move along, move along. <laughs> and uh, Michael Bell voiced somebody as well, right? Yep, he was the voice of uh, one of the rebel leaders from episode four. Okay, so we got a lot of Darkwing connected uh, with Star Wars. All right, I'm I'm sure we've got more too if we really dug deep. Yeah, if we dug deep, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Stan, let's move away from Star Wars. Let's get into the terror that flaps in the night. And what are we reviewing today? What What are we talking about? We are reviewing the silly canine caper. Yeah, this is a really short story. It is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very short. Um, but we have a villain in here. Um, we can go ahead and give her away. She has a cameo in a episode of Darkwing. She doesn't talk. They don't say her name, but Mike mentioned it. I didn't know who she was. The I didn't even know it was a cameo back in the day. Who who are we talking about right now? Animatronic. Animatronic. And what episode was she? Did she have her uh, cameo in? In like blunt. It's very brief. She was just sitting at the table, right? Yep. That's the episode, I think, the Beagle Boys had a cameo, Steel Beak, uh, Magic yep. of the Spell. Yep, Glomgold. Glomgold, um, Animatronic. Anybody else? I can't There was a lot. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah. basically, the premise of that episode was a uh, list of uh, shush spies is being auctioned. So they're all people there to bid on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're curious to what she looks like besides using the internet and you don't have this book, uh, you can find her on that episode. It's a very brief cameo when they get to the island where all the villains are. Uh, yeah. the, the, the main villain, Phoenix Sharp, right? Phineas Sharp. Phineas Sharp, okay. So that's where you, you can find her. Um, she, she's got on the same clothes, everything that she has in this book. She looks identical, so you can't miss. But, spoiler alert, next week, she might look a little different. <laughs> yep. All right. So, Stan, uh, who wrote this? Who was this uh, uh, written by? This book was written by Justine Corman and was released in 1992. Yeah. And uh, for those who don't know who what Justine is known for, uh, what we found out was she wrote some books for uh, the Muppet Babies. Uh, she wrote the Muppet, the first Muppet Dictionary. She wrote for Sesame Street books like Big Bird's New Nest. My name is Bert. And then she also did some, um, what do they call them? Adapted storybook versions of movies. Like yeah, uh, movie storybooks. Mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, Batman Returns, Babe, George of the Jungle. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer, Lion King. Um, so she she's She's got some stuff out there. And uh, Stan, who was um, who this illustrated by? Our good friend Don Williams has yeah. returned for this one. Yeah. Folks may remember him from last week from the uh, Darkest Night book. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and start getting into this review. But a fair warning, me and Stan had planned this one several weeks ago. So I read it several weeks ago, so it's not fresh in my <laughs> head. <laughs> you know, but Stan took notes. I didn't take notes. I'm the lazy student. Y'all can give me a C or a D. <laughs> Fine, I'll accept it. So uh, matter of fact, I'm even let uh, Stan guide us into the beginning of this to get the flow to, going. To quote Master Yoda, much to learn you still have. <laughs> 
All right, go ahead, Stan. Get us going on this review. So we start with Darkwing and LP in Jay Ganderhooter's office. Mm-hmm. And LP, he's uh he's not really being very serious right now, is he? No, nah, he's jamming the uh, I guess a walkman. <laughs> a duckman radio. A duckman radio. <laughs> yeah, so LP's jamming. And what's Darkwing up to? He's kind of like brainstorming a little bit, right? Yeah, he he's in the zone. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, go go ahead. Uh, you go ahead. No, no, no. You go, go, go. So of course, LP kind of ruins his concentration by knocking into some papers. And when he bends to pick them up, he knocks a fishbowl over right onto Jay Gander, who's entering his office. Yeah. So we got Jay Gander. He's showing up. I like Jay Gander for some reason. I don't know why. He doesn't really do much, but I. He kind of reminds me of um, uh, the grandfather, like a, a grandfather, but kind of like the character from uh, Char- Charlie's Angels. I can't remember his name because I'm not a Charlie Angel fan. Yeah, I, you know what I'm talking I, about, right? Bosley was it? Bosley, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not a Charlie's Angels fan. I've just watched so many things that parody that I picked up a couple things. Yeah. Okay. But then Darkwing kind of insults LP again. God, why are they insulting him a lot in these books, man? I don't know. I mean, maybe it was something that had been thought about being done before they really got into production of Darkwing. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's not nice to see. Yeah, but I'm glad it didn't really translate to the episodes when they got that going. Yeah. Yeah, so he insults him and pretty much tells him he, he's going to fly solo. Yeah. Though yeah. I would say good luck flying the Thunderquack DW since you don't know how to fly. <laughs> All right. So then Jay Gander informs Darkwing what's going on. What does he inform? That all of Shush's agents have turned silly. And their yeah. only clue is a mysterious robot puppy. Yeah. And then they show some photos of some of the agents. We see one of them roller skating with like a ballet outfit. Uh, one of them is putting uh, corn into a pencil sharpener. One is playing like a banjo upside down on a tree. Uh, so we see that kind of stuff going on. And then um, Darkwing meets, um, I can't remember. I don't think he had a name. He was like a prof- uh, professor or something. Uh, some sort of shush inventor. I I want to say they uh, they probably based him on q from james bond okay yeah but they didn't name him correct no okay oh yeah it says it here the shush inventor okay so he kind of gives uh dark darkwing a new cape right he's telling him it's not an ordinary cape so stan what is the, what is this cape obtain what is this cape all about so it's supposed to be able to block the silly signal and track the robot puppies mm-hmm and then uh, Darkwing, without getting uh, explanation of how the cape works or anything, he's out. He's out of there. Oh yeah, he, basically, as far as he's concerned, he loves it. it's purple, and that's good enough for him. Yeah. <laughs> and the Avenger tried to stop him, but he couldn't stop him. Darkwing takes off. He leaves the office, and then Jay Gander's not right. Nope. Darkwing basically the reason he took off is because he saw one of the puppies on the tracker he followed it straight to jay gander's office well what is jay gander doing in this office Uh, it looked like he was making those um i don't know what they're called but the ducks where you can cut them out in the paper and 
paper chain ducks. That's what it's called, paper chain ducks? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. The leader of Shush has been reduced to a silly guy making paper chain ducks. Yeah. All right. So, you know, Darkwing's on the hunt. He's following the puppy along on the rat catcher. Without LP, by the way, without the extension. I don't know what the little extension thing is called on the rat catcher. Uh, sidecar. Sidecar, okay. All right, so then uh, Darkwing tracks him down to a, an abandoned dog chow factory. Yep. Right? And then what does Darkwing notice once he's inside of the factory? That there's enough robot puppies in there to turn every good guy in the world into a silly, uh, giggling buffoon. Mm-hmm. And who, who's run, who's in charge of these puppies? Who's who's running the ball game here? Madam Animatronic. Yep. Yeah. So she's running it, and uh, Darkwing realizes he has the cape, and he he believe, he knows it, it can stop the silly signal. Yep. If only he had gotten instruction on how to use it first. Yeah. So what happens is he doesn't know how to use it. <laughs> he tunes into a local radio station, which causes the puppies to start dancing to the rock beat, blasting out of the cape. Yeah. And then, like their teeth get all sharp and everything. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, let me show a picture of it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're all biting on his cape and everything. He's like saying, down, doggy, down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but then uh Madam Matronic or Madam Animatronic or Animatronic, they say her name several different ways in here. Um she ties DW up and she uh invented a silly signal, correct? A rig silly signal r- signal ray gun. Yep. Yeah, and so she's pointing it at him and everything, but then somebody's lurking in the background. Well, yeah, DW's been followed by somebody, but before any of that happens, mm-hmm. he wants to know why she invented this thing. Yeah, does she tell them why? Yeah. Go ahead. She explains that she was trying to figure out a way to make her robot puppy smarter, but yeah. accidentally invented the silly signal. Yeah. So then who who creeps up from behind, uh, Stan? Who, who's been following? Well, she as she prepares to zap... Darkwing launchpad jumps in front and takes the blast. Yep. So Darkwing was a true soldier, a true sidekick, man. He was there to take one for the team. You mean <laughs> launchpad was? Oh, who did I say? Darkwing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I screwed that up. Apologize, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and it's funny because animatronic points the gun at herself, trying to see what's wrong because it didn't work on LP. Nope. But what's the one thing they always teach you? Never point a weapon at yourself. Uh-uh. <laughs> and, and she did. Um, yeah, and unfortunately for her, she gets the effects of the ray on herself because she accidentally blasts herself. Yeah, so now she's silly, and Darkwing comes to his senses. He starts thanking LP and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then how did LP explain how he blocked the silly signal? That he basically turned on his headphones. Yeah, he turned on his headphones. He was able to block it. Uh and Darkwing actually tells him what a good dancer he is. Yeah. Well, he Not says really. he may, <laughs> he's a dunce of a dancer, but he's a pretty perfect partner. Yeah. yeah. So then we go back to the what's on the last page, Stan. Close this out here. So we get back to Jay Gander's office. They've figured out a uh, cure for the silly signal, and everything is back to normal except one thing. What's the one thing? 
Jay Gander's office, which is covered in <laughs> paper duck chains. Yeah. All right. So, Stan, that wraps up the silly canine caper. I don't know why I always say silly little canine caper. I don't know why I keep saying that. But uh, the silly canine caper. Um, Stan, what do you what do you think of this book, man? It's, it's kind of hard for me to review these books a little bit because now I'm, I'm 40 years old and these books are not meant for us at 40, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd give this one a solid three. I mean, it is a good introduction to animatronics. You know, the mm-hmm. premise of it's pretty good, even if they have reused a couple things. Okay. You know, out of curiosity, did mm-hmm. you realize we've seen those robot puppies before? No. Where, where did we see them from? Oh, you are going to be cross with yourself on this one, Will. They're part of Quacker Jack's menagerie in Toys R Us. Oh, really? They're in that toy store? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Stan, I'm with you 100%. I'm going to back you up on your score. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give it a three. Um, we got Jay Gander's uh, a shush. We got the inventor. We get the we get the little portion of the cape. So we know there's going to be backlash to the cape later on because he takes off without learning how to use it. Animatronic, yep. she's very brief in there, but because this is a book for a 10-year-old, it's a golden book, they can't make her evil, you know, like that. So, right. so they made her the silly character, a silly, you know, villain type person, turning people into being silly. So I get it. I'm okay with it. Um LP is the hero technically in, in this story. I, I like that. It's not always about Darkwing. So I, I back your score up. I give it three, you know, because I'm 40, I think that kind of hurts the score a little bit, but I'm still okay with a three, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, do you want to rate Anna this time or do you want to wait for her next appearance? I will let you rate her if you want to. I think I'm going to wait until I have I... not... I have not read I the other story. I will wait for the other one as well then. So, okay. so keep your eyes peeled, folks, for the next episode where Animatronic will return and we'll get into a proper rating that time. Okay. Now, I have you read the next story? Uh, I, I haven't read it yet. Okay. okay. I haven't but read it, it yet. a while ago. If there is a huge difference, because I know there's one major difference already, right? But if there's a huge difference, I may give her two scores, but if it's one, uh, one for this and one for that. Yeah. But if, if they're similar and all that, besides the one major difference, then uh, I, I will put it one, one score. <laughs> Cause I know Mike was that way with um, splatter Phoenix. He did not want to combine uh, paint misbehaving with uh brush with oblivion. He refused yeah. to do it. <laughs> so we did it in two separate scores for her. But uh, we'll see. Uh, so I may give two separate scores or I may give one. Matter of fact, Stan, give it away. What story are we reading next and where is it from? So the next story we're talking about will be the comic Sleep Duckling, which was from issue two of the Disney Afternoon comics. The Disney Afternoon comic, the Marvel set, correct? Yeah. Yep. That's the one that has... One issue that's extremely expensive. <laughs> uh, we've already covered that, Dud. Yeah, we already covered that one. But uh, 
Number two is fairly cheap. That's not a expensive I, one at all. Yeah, number two is easy to get. Yeah, easy to get, very affordable. Um, so yeah, guys, that's gonna um, wrap up silly canine caper. And once again, what's the next one called? What are we doing next week, Stan? Issue two of the Disney Afternoons, specifically the story Sleep Duckling. All right, Sleep Duckling next week. All right, guys. Uh, guys, we may have two or three more comic reviews or book reviews, and then um, I may take finally take a break. And then once I get back from my break, me and Mike might start hitting up on um, that, that boom series that everybody's waiting on in Dangerous Currency and the Joe Book series. So I know I know people really want that. Uh, trying to give Mike a little break, but I haven't even took a break yet. So maybe I can talk Mike into getting in to knock out a few bonus episodes and then me and him can just hit it right off. No breaks at all. You know, like get a continued series going and then we'll hit that boom stuff. All right. So guys, uh, thanks, Stan. Stan, uh, can you plug people by your YouTube channel? We, I have never given you the chance to plug your YouTube channel, man. Uh, sure. Uh, for anyone wanting to see any of my videos personally, I have a YouTube channel called DMC Jedi man. I it's kind of a hodgepodge channel. It's mostly focused on uh, reactions though occasionally I do things like unboxings or taste tests or reviews, you know, all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. All right. So y'all make sure y'all give Stan a like and a follow or subscribe. And then uh, Stan, where can they find us for the people tuning in for the first time? Good luck, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, I or not iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Radio Public, uh, Google Play, uh, Pandora, Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, if I didn't already mention that one. I, I got to get a poster made up, Will. I got to get a poster. <laughs> I got to hang it right here, right in front of me where I can just read them down. <laughs> I bet that's what you. Mike does. <laughs> I bet that's what he does. He probably has a poster he reads. Okay. Well, Stan, I'm, I'm going to go a little different on my shout outs today. I'm going to give a shout out to anybody who ever wrote any kind of comic, any book, anything Darkwing related and any illustrator, man. It's kind of cool that there's other things besides the 91 episodes that we have something to do, you know, a story where you could put some of these voices in your head and imagine these characters and just different kinds of storylines, you know, um, some of it's not true to the 91 episodes, but it, it's still okay. You know? Oh, I've got one shout out to do as well. All right, go for it. Right around the time this episode drops, somebody is going to have a birthday. So would you like to join me, Will, in wishing Mike Peraza a very happy birthday? All right. Somebody's birthday. I wonder who somebody right in this room near you. So look all around until you see who he's laughing. He's smiling. My goodness, it's you. Happy birthday, Mike Peraza. <laughs> the original uh, drawing creator of Double O Duck, by the way. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. So if you haven't uh, tuned in yet, uh, we had a... Um, flash quack episode with mike peraza way back you can check it out uh it's on youtube and all the podcast uh apps that we're on just type in saint canard files mike peraza we had a really cool interview and he gives us a lot of information about the origin of darkwing and uh double o duck and uh, the creation of what he was going to look like 
you know, some of the stuff you can find on the internet by Google information and stuff, but he gets a little more in depth to it. And who they ripped Double O Duck's appearance from? He mentions that in there that I didn't catch until he mentioned it. <laughs> so happy birthday, Mike, man! Pre- you know, appreciate all your hard work and dedication to all your Disney afternoon work, man. Not just Darkwing. All right, so that's gonna wrap up this episode, and thanks, Dan, for reminding me about that birthday shout out. Uh, everybody, um, stay dangerous. Stay dangerous, everyone. Good night.